Hello, welcome to our podcast, Carefully Examining the Text. And today's podcast, we're in Psalm 96. Psalm 96 is in the midst of these psalms which emphasize God as King, the Lord reigns. You see references to the Lord reigning, particularly in verse 10 of this particular psalm, something typical of Psalms 93 through 99. Psalm 96 is a praise psalm. It gives calls to praise, and then it gives reasons to praise. It can most easily be divided into three sections, verses 1 through 6, with verses 1 through 3 telling the call to praise or giving the call to praise, and verses 4 through 6, the reasons to praise. Section from verses 7 through 10. With verses 7 through um, 8, giving a call to praise, and then the reasons to praise. And you see this format throughout. Let's read the words of the text. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless His name. Proclaim good tidings of His salvation from day to day. Tell of His glory among the nations, His wonderful deeds among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of His name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in holy array. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Indeed, the world is firmly established, and it shall not be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice, let the sea roar in all it contains, let the fields exult in all that is in it, then all the trees of the forest will sing for joy before the Lord, for He is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in faithfulness. Some of you are aware of the fact that First Chronicles 16, verses 23 through 33, duplicates these words almost word for word. The first line, sing to the Lord a new song, is not present, but almost every other line is. The situation in First Chronicles 16, verses 23 through 33, is David moving the ark to Jerusalem. And this was a cause to praise God. This was a cause to proclaim His glory to all the earth. You also notice in reading Psalm 96 that there is a strong universal note in this psalm. In verse 1, sing to the Lord all the earth. In verse 3, 
tell of his glory among the nations. In verse 3, his wonderful deeds among all peoples. And, and there are some eight to ten references like that throughout Psalm 96. Certainly, a universal note as all creation is called to praise Him and Israel is told to proclaim His glory among all nations. Sing to the Lord, verse 1 says, a new song. Sing a new song. A new song in the Bible, and it's found some six or seven times in the Psalms, Psalm 33, 3, Psalm 43. It will be used again in 98, verse 1. Often they accompany some new act of God's deliverance. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth, all the earth is called to praise Him. And in verse 2, sing to the Lord for the third time, an imperative, sing to the Lord, bless His name. So three times we are called to sing to the Lord in verses 1 and 2, and then in verse 2, proclaim glad tidings of His salvation from day to day, day after day, tell of Him, tell of His greatness, proclaim His name. In verse 3, tell of His glory among the nations. You notice that verses 1 and 2, sing to the Lord, sing to the Lord, sing to the Lord three times, that that is directed toward God. And then, beginning with proclaiming the glad tidings, we have the psalm telling us to direct our praise to men so that they, too, might be called to praise Him. And we tell of His glory among the nations and His wonderful deeds among the people. We first love God. We first worship God. We first sing to God. And then, secondly, we teach others about him. And the reason for this, the four in verse four in the New American Standard, the word four in verse four indicates the idea that he is greatly to be praised and he is feared above all gods. He has no equal, the God that we serve. For all the gods of the peoples are idols. Now, this particular word, the idols, the word is a parody of the Hebrew term Elohim, which is a name for God. And it's kind of a parody of this term. It can be translated worthless or vain or empty, as it is in Job 13, verse 4, or Jeremiah 14, verse 14. But the text is emphasizing that the gods of the people are meaningless and powerless, that they are but idols. There's no substance to them. Our Lord is unique, and exhibit A of that in this verse is He made the heavens. The Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty 
are in his sanctuary. The phrase splendor and majesty in verse 6, those two words are sometimes used together to talk about the glory and the honor of an earthly king. For example, the words are used that way in Psalm 21.5 and Psalm 45 in verse 3 to talk about the glory of the earthly king. But here, it is the glory, it is the splendor, the majesty, the strength, the beauty of the king of all kings, the king who is above all gods, as he was described in Psalm 95 and verse 3. In verse 7, again, notice how universal this is. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of people. Ascribe to the Lord glories and strength. Among the neighbors of Israel, there were more powerful nations and more powerful peoples, but there was no more powerful God. And all those nations that Israel came in touch with are called to ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. In verse 8, ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name, the glory of his name, and bring an offering into his courts and worship in the holy attire, as the New American Standard tells us, or um, in a place of holiness, as the ESV words it, in the splendor of holiness. But it's interesting, as this call is made to all the families of the earth and all the peoples, that this particular text speaks of them worshiping in the temple and bringing an offering. He is inviting all to worship in this God who made heaven and earth, who dwells in a special way among his people in the temple at Jerusalem. Worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him all the earth. And in verse 10, say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Indeed, the world is firmly established. It will not be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. In verse 13, he will judge the people, the world, in righteousness. And all creation is pictured as bursting forth in praise to God. In verse 11, let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar in all that it contains and the field exult in all that is in it. The heavens, the earth, the sea, the field, all of them are bursting forth in praise to God. This is not a statement on ecology. This is a statement that all that God has made praises his name and declares who he is. The heavens, the earth, the sea and the fields, the trees of the forest, they all acknowledge their maker. They all proclaim his glory and they celebrate the Lord's coming. In verse 13, before the Lord, for he is coming, he is coming 
to judge the earth. One thing to notice in this psalm, the fact that God is coming as judge is not a cause for fear. I'm not saying it will never be for that will be true for all people when he comes. But in this psalm, it is a cause for praise. It is a cause for celebration because he will set that which was right. He will make that which was wrong right. Before the Lord, for he is coming, he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in faithfulness. Now, how does Jesus fulfill Psalm 96? Sing to the Lord a new song, verse 1 says. Sing to the Lord a new song. Do you remember in Revelation 5 when the Lamb takes the seals of the book and opens them? And they began to sing, the four living creatures and the 24 elders, they sang, Worthy are you to take the book and to break its seals, for you were slain and you purchased for God with your blood men from every tribe and tongue and people. They sang a new song. That's the introduction in Revelation 5 verse 9. They sang a new song, Worthy are you to take the book and to break its seals. Sing to the Lord a new song. When Jesus died and gave us salvation, that was the greatest of all new songs to sing. Verse 2 says, Proclaim glad tidings of his salvation. The word used in the Greek translation of the Old Testament and translated proclaim in verse 2 is the word used for preaching of the gospel in the New Testament. It's the word used for announcing the birth of John in Luke 1.19 and announcing the birth of Jesus in Luke 2 in verse 10. It is used for the preaching of Jesus in Luke 4, verse 43, and Luke 20, verse 1. And it's used of the apostles preaching Jesus, Acts 5, 42, and 8, 4, etc., etc. So, proclaim glad tidings. As they do that in Psalm 96, the ultimate glad tidings that are preached or proclaimed are those of Jesus and his salvation. In verse 3, tell of his glory among the nations. And that's what we need to do with the Son. This word glory, as, as it was translated into the Greek version in Psalm 96.3, is used to describe Jesus. We beheld his glory as of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. John 1 in verse 14. Tell of his glory among the nations, his wonderful deeds among the peoples. The word translated wonderful deeds, the word used in the Greek translation, the Septuagint, is only used once in the New Testament. But it's a talk about the wonderful deeds that Jesus did. In Matthew 21, verse 15, by healing the blind, the blind, and the lame. 
in the temple. And say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Verse 10. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. In Luke 1, verse 33, in 32 and 33, Mary was told he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will have no end. Let's sum this up by reading the psalm once again. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name, proclaim glad tidings of His salvation from day to day. Tell of His glory among the nations, His wonderful deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering. Come into his courts. Worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Indeed, the world is firmly established. It will not move. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar in all that it contains. Let the field exult in all that is in it. Then all the trees of the forest will sing for joy before the Lord, for He is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in faithfulness. And may the Lord bless you and keep you.